welcome back. I know you're excited to hear what we're going to talk about and to feel sad afterwards, but I promise you it will be uplifting for once. We are going to talk about whether art has to come from a place of pain. Now, I know what you're thinking, Kenny. That's not very fucking uplifting. What is wrong with you? Well, actually, I'd like to be here to argue that it does not and that Taylor Swift is wrong for having basically based her career and all her albums on all her breakups. We're going to analyze whether or not that's the right thing to do, if there's something better available, and if she's actually hurting other people by talking about this shit. Because come on, man, I don't talk about my breakups on the podcast. Well, actually, yes, I do. I am so sorry. In any case, have well, let's have a great show. kitties and anyone uh, who is allowed to watch this podcast um, i assume you signed in and had to prove your adulthood for some stupid reason or you have a fake email in any case we're so glad to have you here here i am kenny santos hosting this podcast with my two favorite people in this room right now liddell and donnie man it is so great to see you guys it's almost been like it's been a week since i've seen you guys it has been a week it has been a week oh, man, <laughs> I'm again hey guys Let's just jump right the fuck into it and ask what is everyone's check-in on the mental health segment of our show? Yay, it's tradition, guys. We have a tradition. Um, yeah, so if, for those of you who are deaf or haven't watched this show so before, deaf. I will try to sign out each of the ones. Okay, we have one. I, I don't know sign language. I don't know why I suggested that. Um, one, I want to die. Two, my life is pointless. Three, nothing matters. Four, my life sucks now. Five, whatever. Six, I'm content. Seven, I'm grateful. Eight, I'm in a good place. Nine, I'm excited about life. And ten, could be better. And for my deaf people whom I, whom I love very, very much, um, <laughs> there'll be subtitles. Uh, for my blind people, uh, I, I'm not even sure how you made oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I am impressed so far. Just offended too. You, are we going to say Asian people next? No. <laughs> like, are we talking every single demographic? Why, why, do we, why do we always go to a place of race? I, I'll never understand. But, um, hey, you said black people. Almost. I said blind people. You oh, said blind people. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. So you were okay with me saying, how the hell did black people get on here? Like, what? <laughs> you were okay with those five seconds of a reality that you thought I was racist. You're, you're the problem. Um, hey, case Liddell, after exposing your bias towards the black race, uh, how are you? Uh, I do love my Can you please though. check in for us? Last week, I said I was at a four, that by the end of it, I'll be at an eight. That was true. Today, I'm at a seven, and I think by the end, well, at least by this time next week, I think I'm gonna be at a nine. And the reason why I'm grateful is because, um, I see a lot of great things on the horizon without saying too much two it's always great to be recognized for like your hard work and i feel like that's been the case this week given reason why like i feel like you know by the end of this week i'm gonna be at a nine because it looks like there's gonna be some room for some possibly great collaborations um not only for myself but for people closest to me somebody that's very dear to my heart start is open up her business tomorrow um, well, by the time this episode released, it would be Ooh. the day of, you know, so I'm excited, you know, for her and everything that she has going on. So I'm truly grateful for the fact that, for one, I'm being recognized, the people around me are being recognized, the hard work is being rewarded, and, uh, you know, fun times ahead, as Draymond Green says. So, 
Yeah, is All that right. the name of the business or the person? No, that's a basketball that, player. So. Oh, okay. Oh my god! Like, how did you how did you jump from plugging I, the person's I, business to fucking basketball? I had to throw a little out of bounds in it. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I guess you can plug her in at the end of the podcast if you want, or just not, because you know I don't know where you got. Shout! To. I'll do it. Shout out to close minded. Keep doing, oh, baby girl. That's close minded subtitles here. Um, C L O T H E S M I N D E D. If you're on 203 East 26th Street in New York City, go support that. She has great clothing, so she'll get you right. So shout out to Imani, everything she got going on. Nice. Is it for men and women? Men and women. Good, good, because I, I hate going to clothing stores where women have, like, two floors and guys have, like, this one corner in the basement. Yeah. I'm looking for everybody yeah. else. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm Donnie. Donnie, boy, you know, you know what question I'm about to ask. Do you need me to repeat it, Donnie? Do you need me to repeat it? Do I, do I need uh, to No, uh, I'm, I'm in a good place right now. Nice. Why? Where um, are you? In the, what place? Wait, that's fair. I have a yeah, whole fucking scale, Donnie. Pick a scale. Pick a number. Uh, eight. So. Eight, wow. I don't know. I, I've been uh, I've been sure. very happy lately. I'm happy for him. Yeah, man. What the fuck? You were Remember he was all doom and gloom. He basically has like talk about the. Oh, trust me, it's it'll <laughs> be around go, here somewhere. Our views go down as your happiness levels go up. So could you be a bro and like I don't know, take a dip, take a dive. Um, hey, listen, we're not gonna use Donnie's pain for monetary gain. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I will, but wait, it's immensely won't, but go for it, but go for it, Donnie boy. Um, you know, I'm feeling good. Uh, my friend has tickles, uh, tickets to see Hamilton. <laughs> the tickles? tickles. <laughs> yeah. And has the tickles. You got the tickles. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm just getting back into, like, um, being one with culture and art. Um, it's something that I... Sh- Started to drift away from this year. Um, I'm going to more museums, seeing more galleries, art shows. I'm going to see the ballet when it comes to down and stuff like that. So it's, you know, it's it's more about being out in the city and getting to see like a lot of art forms and stuff like that. So that always makes me happy. Why does it make you happy? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I like when people express themselves creatively and through uh, beautiful art. I mean, I mean, there, there's nothing else to say. I just love art. Oh no, there's a lot to say. How would you best um, express yourself through your art? Um, well, I, I mentioned before that I'm recently trying to get into performance art and stuff like that. Um, when you say performance art, do you mean like ballet, professional? No, um, like um, it's a surgical questions. No, it's how would you, I'm trying to think of the right word to call it. Um, I, I think Kenny mentioned it uh, before, where those guys were like standing like in a circle, uh, Washington Square or Union Square or something like that. Yeah. You put it on uh, your Instagram story a few months, a uh, few weeks back. Um, but like, was it? A Are you talking about the, the Jabba Walkies? No, not that. It's. Was it the Palestinians? Because they keep bullying me online. <laughs> it it might have been that. I'm trying to why, Kenny. I'm trying to think of the correct term to uh, like taking like my photography and writing and putting it out into the real world, but in like oh shit, I forgot I forgot you a photographer and a and a poet. 
He's multi-talented, ladies and gentlemen. That's why he's in this place. Yeah, exactly. I, I was about to say, like, you would love Washington Square Park because there's a lot of this really stupid performing art there, and like, you can use it as a basis of not uh, of what not to do. I, of course, you have those guys who are always like flipping over random people, but I am just fascinated by this like um, young woman that I see every time I go to Washington Square. I, I have a feeling she's there every day, and that's like her only hustle because I always see her there. And she basically dips herself in like black paint and does like modern art. And she always wears the same white shirt, same black shorts, always dancing on the same canvas. And I think her movements are supposed to be like brushes on the canvas. And it looks cool, but the final product is just awful. It looks like someone took a shit on like some canvas. And well, just, is she Russian? Do this every day. Is she like a Russian woman? No, she's Asian. Oh, okay. I, I imagine she watches this podcast. So it, that is like a fucking diehard fan, and then she hears me talking shit right. about it. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm it's, sorry. it's like people like that that I would like like to get more into interviewing and stuff like that. Like I interview a lot of artists, but like I want to start interviewing like Three. correct artists. You know what I'm saying? Like performance artists, like understand why they do what they do. Yeah, street um, trash. Got it. I can't call them street trash. <laughs> But I'm something a, like what Shadow of the Buffalo is. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're going through a lot, okay? Shit. Wait, you said you're going through a lot? Yeah, man. All right, so let's get into you. Uh, know, let's get into you, Kenny. Uh, I know, I'll basically take it your role for a minute because you, know, you got some shit that you need to get up your chest. So Yeah. I, yeah, uh, fuck you, I guess. Um, three, I, I, I like a 3.5. I, I don't want to say nothing matters and like my life sucks now because, like, you know, generally it's good. I'm making the most money I ever did. Um, uh, people keep inviting me to shit. I don't know why. I always figured I was like a pretty, I don't know, antisocial or introverted, but uh, people just keep inviting me to shit because, uh, they like my company and, uh, you know, not it's not always for dick appointments, which is, uh, you know, a, a, um, really boosts the ego, really boosts the ego. In fact, like, I, I told you about this one chick I've been seeing who uh, explicitly was like, oh, I don't want anything serious or anything. And I'm like, what's your gender again? That's for boys, okay? Only we guys get to say that. But, um, yeah. yeah but, wait, a woman, wait, a girl told you that? Yeah, she was like, this is only this is only physical. This is only for sex. And I'm like, god damn. damn is, this, is, this, is, is, this, is this gender equity? Yeah, we both. See, like, somebody needs to give more to with their feminine side. Fuck, I mean, we both getting uh, fucking uh, objectified now? I'm treating you. Wait, hold on. Like did, you, did you uh did you come up with the what are we talk? Oh absolutely not. I, oh, okay. I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, uh, for like the last two, three weeks, I've probably been pretty down in the dumps and you know what what one could call it a depressive episode, but or two, which I've had in the past, but like it's been especially bad. So I saw a doctor about it, and they want me to join the SSRI gang, perhaps after a few more visits. Um, well, maybe. Well, I specifically said uh, is that the Soviet Union thing? No, SSRI. <laughs> no, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, they this thing? No, no, they're like, you just shit. Fuck you. I want to join the Soviet Union so my depression goes away. That's not how that works. You join the Soviet Union for more depression, but. Um, <laughs> No, I was specifically telling her, like, uh, do you have anything that won't 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 make my dick from work? <laughs> will let my dick continue to work specifically. Like she's really cool. So I had like that and she's like, Oh yeah, no, I got just a pill for you and a few. If Wait, so 
Wait, so so your, oh, your, okay. your depression is affecting your sex drive? No, no. So the pill, well, well yes, but not to, not to a noticeable extent, thank God. Okay. Um, but SSRIs would like basically like very make it hard for, you know, my soldier to stand to attention, essentially. Okay. And I know this from my psychology education. So I was like, okay, let's avoid that because that's just going to cause more depression and then it's counterintuitive. Right. And apparently there's a pill out there just for me. No, bro, just drink some tea. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, I, I definitely haven't been drinking tea. The guy who has a fucking tea set from Japan ships so I can practice the tea ceremony every Friday. I'm not fucking... I take tea. <laughs> I take green tea. Isn't that cultural tea. appropriation? Yeah, they'll live. They'll live. I, mean, I, I mean, I pay Japanese people to send it over. I mean, like, they, they benefited off of my appropriation, so I'm one yeah. of the good But, um... What was I gonna say no, yeah, it could. Uh, that's what we're planning to do. But it could also be a vitamin deficiency. Like I got lab results back, and they're like, "You are deficient in vitamin D." And I tell my friend, he was like, "You just need more dick in your life." And, he, and I'm like, "I am a heterosexual, sir." And he's like, "Well, this is your sign." And I'm like, "Well, thanks. <laughs> I feel so much better now." So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get the tanning booth and try to sun more. But uh, yeah, I, I'm most likely joining SSRI gang. Congratulations. Thanks. So yeah, so you're at a what on a scale one to ten again? He's yeah, no, no, I'm not like I want life to end or anything, but like it's just like oh I want life to be fun. Yeah, this is because your your dick is not working properly. No, that is not why. No, no. <laughs> retract. Retract. Reback. This is fine. No, I mean that's why that's why I asked him like was the oh, like was depression affecting your sex no, life? So he no, said no. editor, editor, ed, edit all that out. But focus that out. in focus in on this. I this, it's work it's fine. I said no to drugs that would specifically make it not work. Okay. See, if I took those drugs, then I'd have those problems. But I specifically said no bitch. I want it to work. I like I, I wanted to keep doing its uh its job essentially, and she's like, "Yes, there's a pill for that, so we'll just give you that one instead of the one that would uh, you know." But isn't it doing its job? I'm not taking anything yet. Wait, what so do you, you mean? Have, its you job? Haven't tried it yet. So you don't know if anything is wrong. What? So so you don't know if anything is wrong. Or not. Wait, what exactly? Because my my penis is fine, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know this became a talk about my penis. So why? So wait, why are you at a three? three? No, because I I haven't taken any medication to deal with it. I still have the deficiency in vitamin D. I still have uh, you know serotonin problems. Oh, so because you're vitamin D deficient? Potentially. I mean, there there are a lot of factors, and we're still doing tests. But worst case scenario, I joined the SSRI gang. Best take case some, scenario, I just yeah. take some fucking supplements. Yeah, just take some iron pills, bro. Or some vitamin iron D. has nothing to do with vitamin D. <laughs> 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 He's okay. gonna say iron. He's gonna tell us our, his hot takes about COVID vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, ru- it ruins it your. Sounds wound. like Joe Rogan, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Take some more iron for vitamin D, fellas. <laughs> okay, maybe that might be an edit. <laughs> yeah, I think all of this should be an edit, right? Now. I don't know how we got to talk about my dick. Um, my, my dick is fine. You brought guys. it up. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Until, unless I take those pills, which I won't. Okay, great. Let's continue. Um, where were we? 
Um, yeah, but fucking first question. <laughs> Let's actually get to the topic. And it's like, well, does art come from a place of pain? And you know, I'm experiencing nothing but pain after that last monologue. But um, tell me, guys, like you guys are artists in yourself. Do, do you consistently like dig deep into your own personal traumas, your own personal tragedies, in order to produce art? And do you think you'd still be able to produce art if you'd never had these traumas in the first place? Who wants to go first? I let Donnie go first on that. Because uh, he seems to always be the one that's kind of like, you know, the most, you know, like, I got yeah. serious. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to give Donnie like half of my prescription because like every time he comes up, show... I'll just say, Donnie always just seems like he'd be going through some shit. <laughs> Well, let's let's list off the problems that I have. Uh, oh, into foster care okay. was taken care of by the government. Um, oh, lost both parents to uh, drug addiction. Also tried to become a drug addict, like my parents. Uh, suicidal, social anxiety, and um, okay with dying alone. So yeah, I. <laughs> Wait, what the last one? Okay with dying alone. So yeah. What drugs have you tried, Donnie? Um, I, I tried uh, oxy, um, acid, acid. Uh, well, I also tried... you get addicted off of acid. Yeah, exactly. It was when I was young and was just trying to like. He tried all the everything on this all side. the all the music festival drugs, basically. Yeah, so no, I tried okay, uh, heroin, and okay. I think that's as oh, far as I went. Good. Okay, yeah. good. I was waiting for you to get to good stuff. I'm, I'm just like listing off all these drugs you're talking about. Like, oh, that's not so bad. Okay, oxy's pretty bad. Heroin, yeah, that's heroin. That 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 basically raised my eyebrows. Like, I was no, I, I I tried it once and that was it. So I just, all right, I'm not going to expand on that due to the YouTube algorithm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very. Drugs are bad. We do not condone drugs. Either. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, so does art come from? I think the question should be, can art? No, I, I think it's a good question. Yeah, so, but um, my question, and I will give you more pain. Um, yeah, <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> yes, ninety-five uh, percent of my art comes from pain. Um, a lot of it deals with like rejection, unrequited love, um, a mixture of realities, and when it pertains to uh, TV and real life. And um, yeah, a lot of uh, childhood trauma. So yes, a lot of my art does come from pain, but there is that five percent where it comes from, um, like being outside, walking through the city, where it be New York or Philadelphia. So um, I, I, I realize that I get a lot of my good, like my happiness art, when I am in like uh, New York as opposed to anywhere else. So I'm not sure if that's a a good thing or a bad thing. I don't I don't know. Only a non-New Yorker would say some shit like that. Exactly. So I, I mean if you live here, if you live here, you would not say it that. would be a different story. That's yeah. how I feel about Philadelphia. Um but I, I, I think I told you guys like my, my favorite uh film childhood film of all time is James and the Giant Peach. So like seeing that, that you never seen James and Giant Peach? Are black people in it? No, no. <laughs> there, there, there aren't even white people in it like that much either. 
but uh, no, I don't believe so. I'm not saying no. I only watch movies with black people. I'll just say it'll help. <laughs> you're right, you're right. But no, really, it's it's a claymation cartoon. There aren't really people yeah. in so, so basically the, the, the voices just, sound black. Yeah. No. Right. So giant basically the just of the giant beach, what the fuck? A a kid like I think is growing like a peach in his garden with his two step aunts or something like that. He's an orphan. Yeah. Um so he like the peach gets so big that he travels down it, and then he's magically transforming to clay animation. So him with all these bugs and stuff like this, they like hear about New York City as this magical place and stuff like that. So they decide to travel to New York inside a giant peach being pulled by birds. Okay, so are they from Atlanta? What? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because the peach is associated with Atlanta. Okay, so no, it, it's just they're guys. Just, if you uh, want to extrapolate something, Liddell will only see it if it has black people from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get no, it, it's just like Georgia. a fictional place. They don't really tell where he's from. You yeah, just know he's like living with his aunt. Okay, but but they traveled in a peach. Yeah. Yes, they traveled oh, over so the ocean. I think so. so they're wild. definitely so they're definitely from Georgia. They're not from Georgia because they traveled what? over the ocean. They they would might have to be from um. Now that Kenji mentioned, I'm pretty sure they had like a British accent. So I, mean, I haven't they, seen that shit in years. I just remember like all the characters were like bugs or some shit. Yeah, they were bugs, and they traveled in a peach across the uh, the ocean. So I'm assuming they're from uh, England or London or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, sorry, Liddell, they were white bugs. Yeah. So they, they traveled to New York City and. I love all that's people. How the, the... <laughs> I mean, we're talking about bugs, but that's great. Um, yeah, uh, good, good, good plug there. But uh, back, back to back, let's backtrack. I don't know how the fuck we got to James and Giant Peach, but yeah. Um, yeah. So if you had never had those experiences, if your you know parents had stayed alive and you raised you correctly, uh, and you had no access to drugs other than you know, I guess pot, like most teenagers do. Do you believe you'd still identify as an artist? Would you be creating all the great work you do now? Or will you just be like a fucking accountant or something? Um, no offense to the accountant that we had on our show not too long ago. If you're watching this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it is a good question. Um, I, I think I still would have eventually found my way to art because my art stemmed from, my love of art stemmed from reading and um writing and stuff like that so i think eventually yeah i would have found my way back to it um but i i think i would have had a a different source of like different source of material to pull from rather than the stuff that i went through okay fair enough uh in regards to myself does art come from a place of pain oh let's just jump right in <laughs> yeah, because I, I was thinking he was done. Like, he yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He wasted enough time on the peach shit. Go for it, Lavelle. Yeah. <laughs> the Georgia peach. It's a good movie. Um, I'll, I'll take your word for it. It's okay. Um, I'll, I'll say yeah. I'll say yeah. Like, um, especially you look at today's music because who are some of the biggest artists of all time today? It's Taylor Swift is one. That's basically the inspiration behind this topic. For some reason, yeah. On the R&B side, you got Summer Walker. She's another. The Weeknd. The Weeknd. The Weeknd, yeah. I mean, you guys said Frank Ocean. Like, I kind of like... I'm a little air on that. But um, 
And Adele. Adele, yeah. she's like one of the biggest um, examples of this. But my take on this is the fact that at some point as an artist, you have to grow from that. You know what I mean? Because it's one thing, but like, oh, like I'm down in the dust because I, I grew up like, you know, my parents were abusive. They dealt with drugs or I was physically abused. I took drugs. I have suicidal, a case may be. That's all. That's fine to me initially in, in the beginning. But with every problem, doesn't matter if you're an artist or whatever, but you have to start to deal with those problems. You can be like, oh, well, this is my cause. This is why I'm, I am the way I am. This is how it's going to be. Because that could be destructive. And the best artists always, always evolve. And their fans evolve with them. So if you're still making the same type of music, four, five, six, seven albums in, like, okay, like, so people really believe that, okay, like, you're still in that space? Because obviously, <laughs> if you're still creating that type of music, you're making a lot of money from it. And so, do so is pain just a source of, like, you know, for monetization? For monetization? Uh, I can't even use the word right, but y'all know what I'm saying. Or is it, you know, like, okay, well, like, you know, I just never got help on my problems. To me, I think it's fine initially, but after a while, you have to grow from it. Like, Mary J. Blige, who's one of, like, you know, the biggest R&B artists of all time. Like, her music initially in the beginning of her career dealt heavily in that. And then she made songs like, um, I forgot the song that she had. It's called... Do y'all know what I'm talking about? Don't fucking ring my time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I forgot. I'm the oldest one here. <laughs> and then she also has song, no more drama, you know. So like, yeah. that's she's yeah. a a firm. She's a prime example. Of, like artists evolve over time, and I feel like that's how what today's artists needs to do. Like it's fine initially in the beginning, but at the end of the day, you have to grow because after was okay. Like you just see like this one specific fan base, this group of like. I want to say fuck ups or whatnot because everybody go through shit. I don't mean you're a fuck up, but okay. There's a segment, a demographic that they they go through trauma. They never dealt with their trauma. I'm gonna to continue to focus my music on on those people because then that's because people today see music and their musicians as you know like kind of like the voice behind their story, their own personal stories. You know, some people love certain artists because they can relate to them. But after a while, you know, like, you got, okay, well, like, damn, like, you can't be still stuck in this rut forever. You know, like, you got to grow, evolve up past that. So I feel like it's, like I said, it's great initially in the beginning, but after a while, you got to transition from that. Focus your art and get new sources of inspiration elsewhere. I mean, some, sometimes that transition doesn't work for all, uh, a lot of artists. Um, mm. like look, look, at, <laughs> look at um, Chance the Rapper. That dude went from making songs about drugs and acid rap and stuff like that, and now his his last album, The Big Day, or his debut album, was straight trash. Um, it was like 15 songs about his, how much he loves his wife and God. Okay, and that's fine. And that's fine, but that's where you got to reach a point I as an artist. authentic, yeah. Yeah, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, he's, I he's not in that. Against. He's not in that headspace anymore. It's I'm not that. It was trash. His, the thing is, his fan base just didn't evolve with him, and that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, that's know? true. Yeah. No, but um, I, that's funny you guys bring it up because I was on like TikTok the other day, and like Charlie XTX came up, and like I I forgot that this chick app existed at all. Like I thought I, it was I, a guy. 
No, Charlie XCX, I'm pretty sure. No, it's a woman. And I, I knew this because she was still, you know, she's still dressing sexy, still acting like a party girl, still talking about the same shit. And I'm like, yo, it didn't work for you then. How, why do you think it's going to work for you now? I haven't heard a single song that you're making play on the radio. It's like, I, I, I know this isn't you. This is who your PR team told you to be because it worked yeah. for you at one point. So, hey, it must work again. But you're not, like, evolving. You're staying stagnant. Um so, so yeah, again, and like you know, there, there's also a de-evolution of an artist where they can just be pretty profound, pretty pretty different, or just you know turn into sex symbols. Like that has happened to Billie Eilish. That has happened to what, what's her name? I, I feel like Ari Lennox kind of like when, when she started, she was really good, but now she's like way different. I, I don't Another know. one who's uh, recently coming up is uh, Chloe, um, that girl from uh, yeah. Chloe and Haley, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the cousins yeah. of Beyonce. Um, like recently, she's yeah, they're, they're she's related? related to Beyonce. Yeah, I think they're related to Beyonce. Um, I could be wrong, I could be right. I'm pretty sure the Beehive will correct us. I know one, um, I know one of them was played a younger Beyonce when Beyonce was in that movie Fighting Sensations, I believe. One of them was in it, so yeah, they I mean, they're, they're signed, they're signed to her record label, uh, Beyonce's yeah. record label, so but um. Back to what I was saying. Um, recently, I I don't know what it is, but um, now she's catering to her sexuality and sex appeal and stuff like that. And before, she was known for just being a good singer. So, I mean, you you can say, oh, now she's um, portraying herself as something she's not, and then yeah. people will come at you and be like, oh, well. What about feminism and shit like that? She's but, um, liberated. She's free. Like, yeah, yeah. They'll say that, but it's like, come on, like. But Liddell, um, since since we're making all this personal, like you you produce art, obviously, uh, via your own experiences, are they coming from a place of pain or like a, pl a place of happiness for for you? Is it different from Donnie, or do, you, or does some of Donnie's words like echo true in you? Because uh, this is about you, buddy. I get where Donnie is coming from, and I'm going to be fully transparent. Based on like, my own personal experience, it's a mixture of both. Mm. Because it's all about, okay, like, whatever mood I'm in currently at the moment. You know, Because to me, like, I always say, I always tell people all the time, nobody's happy all the time, and nobody's sad all the time. But if you are sad all the time, you need to get help for that. Because mm. that's not conducive to like your overall health, rather, yeah, your mental health. You know, so I kind of experienced on both sides of it. Wait, before I go, like, Kenny, why did you chuckle? What? No, no, because you just, like, shot in a PSA out of nowhere. For, but, that, no, it's a, it's a good PSA, but I'm like, bro, let's, let's talk, bro. Tell us about your experiences. Where Where is your pain coming from? Oh, my pain? Where does it come from? Is, is it, like, an itch in your balls? I, I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, no. Open it up. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing like that. And obviously, is it the Germans? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, yeah, I'll say like, yo, when did we start getting sound effects on the pod? I <laughs> <laughs> really lame. That, that was God. That was God's way of saying that you know, Adele, you do not need to open up about shit. Oh, <laughs> so okay. I will pass the floor back to you, Kenny. Thanks. Uh, great. Um, Thank you, God. Good, good to have you here. Thank you. No, I thought those were like the Germans attacking London again for some reason. Well, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, 
Wait, hold on, yeah. talk, 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 talk. Cause I did say be fully transparent. I, I guess I wasn't fully transparent. I don't want to feel like I'm dodging any bullets. So what did you say? Trans- transparent. You were fucking opaque. Um, <laughs> I, no, it's like okay. So the question was, you, you so I'm such a politician. You, your your uh your your art comes from you know both places. You dive into your happy and pa- and painful experiences, but what are those experiences like? What what what's what's been going on in your life that has informed you as an artist that you wouldn't mind talking about? It doesn't have to be bad. It could be good. Like maybe maybe um I I know one girl who every time she talks about religion to someone she smells her great grandmother's perfume and um it's almost like she thinks it's a bl- yeah no it's weird her great grandmother has been dead for like five years or some shit and every time she talks about something she loves like she's reminded of her perfume somehow <clears throat> so i i just think so it's like coming from a place of happiness and, me- and you know re- memory so okay got, i think like i can that. understand that yeah okay well well i'll say this i feel like because it ain't no harm in telling this story. Because I feel like a lot of people could relate to it. I wasn't always the Liddell that you see today, right? I wasn't always the, the Liddell with influence. I wasn't always the Liddell, you know. I want. I'm not gonna necessarily say clout because in essence, I'm still like a, a regular person, a nobody. Well, I can't say I won't, won't say nobody because everybody's a somebody, you know. But you could be everything to certain people, so it's never good to say that you're a nobody. But um, growing up. I always felt overlooked, so to speak, right? And that's because I wasn't comfortable with who I was as a person because I used to have, like, a speech impediment problem. Like, I normally, like, used to stutter a lot. And public speaking used to be very hard for me. Even, like, around this, like, 10 years ago, I would not be able to do do this because I always be worried about, oh, my God, like, what if I keep stuttering? What if I look funny? What if I sound funny? You know? But, um... And sometimes, like, your own perceptions of yourself could turn into, like, a warped reality. In a sense. Like, other people might not be thinking it. It just, it's just you psyching yourself out because it's comfortable just being in your comfort zone. And that's a place that I often resided in. That's why I was telling people, like, I'm kind of like a late bloomer in a sense. So, for me, it was all about, because I'm kind of like Donnie, like, I love to write as well, like, I used to have like notebooks of like old poems and stuff like that. That basically just like I used to just write in regards to like you know my mood on certain things. Like oh well, like I like this certain girl, but this girl probably doesn't like me, or in the case may be like you know, no, it's typical like teenager shit, shit, right? Ba- <laughs> fuck me. But yeah, yeah, ba- I, I, I'll keep it okay. Yeah, beta shit. Let's go with that, right? So. So that's kind of where I was at at the time. So over the course of time, as I continue, I used to like, you know, give myself positive affirmations on the daily. Say something like Liddell, like, like you're a star, like you're the man, this and that, right? And, but I was like bringing that same type of attitude into like, you know, public, public forums. But some people were able to see Pat, see through that. They're like, okay, well, obviously he can't be all this because like why he's going out of his way going out of his way, you know, to, like, be seen. And that was my thing. Going up. I used to have, like, the, the crazy hair color stuff, mohawks, the hair colors, well, this flamboyant clothes, because I wanted to be seen because I felt like me as a person wasn't good enough on my own for that. I had to do extra shit to stand out. And then once people come up to contact with me, there was no substance there, you know. And so I would always be cognizant of that. I'm like, man, like, all right, now, 
okay, before it used to be about, oh, I had a speech impediment. I was scared to talk. I basically, I had no style or whatnot. Now I got the no style. style. No bitches, no money. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say all of that. <laughs> I did not say all that. The devil never lied to those in those other areas. But um, you know, I was I wasn't being authentic, so to speak, because I was trying to present myself as this perfect person. And know what? And that's why I came to the realization that nobody's perfect in life. Like we all have our own trials and tribulations. It's about like how do you overcome that? But during that period of time, I was all about proving people wrong. And I guess that that drive kind of got me to where I'm at today, because I remember I get an opportunity for like jobs and internships, and people always say, like, "Oh, like Liddell, like you're great. I can see a lot of potential in you, but it's it's just your image. I'm not too sure about about your image. You know, not so much image in regards to, like me being like a black man. You know, that might have something to do with it, but yeah, I don't really think, think that I was it just that uh, you know like the hair, the tattoos, and all that. So. That was the main thing. And I was like, all right, well, I'm a, I'm a prove you wrong, and you're gonna regret not hiring me, for whatever it is, right? That would always be my motivation, like denial. Denial always served as a motivation for me, cause like, how could you not want me? You know, like I'm me, like I'm great. That's how what I was telling myself. But then, like, okay, well, like damn, like obviously, like I'm not great. Nobody wants to like work with me or or hire me or anything like that. You know, like so. Maybe I need to look further in within myself. And that's why I came to the realization that, you know what? I'm not, I'm too busy trying to live to appease other people rather than appease myself. So that's what mostly where my art came from. You know, the fact that, okay, well, you know what now? You know what? Fuck you. I'm going to show you what you've been missing out on. And even you still want me after the fact, it's still fuck you because, like, you didn't believe in me. But by you not believing in me, you kind of forced me to tap fully within myself to bring out the inner beast that you see today. So that's my story. Yeah, more profound than I expected. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's great, great work. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we had that little uh, moment there. But uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm still stunned because I was like, I did not expect to get all that good stuff, and this is some good shit. They better not edit any of that out later on. But, That's um, what I say, you're a great host. You're a great host. You do not let people like you just get away with just like you know giving little to no information. You you dig deep. I I, 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 absolutely. When it comes to podcasts, it's great. Other places, I'm not quite sure. But um, I guess it's my turn. Yay! Um, I wouldn't consider myself an artist. When I think of the, I have I have a you know I'm only 24, but I have a pretty good image of myself in my mind. An artist isn't usually the words I would describe. Um, honestly, someone told me I'd probably be a good sculptor for whatever reason, even though I've never sculpted anything in my life. But um, I'd love to explore that, but I lose interest in things pretty quickly. But uh, if I had anything close to art, I, I suppose it would be comedy. I don't want to be a stand-up comedian because I can't imagine doing the same bit over and over every night to a different crowd in a different city and and making no money in the in the beginning. I mean, that's why you got to get new jokes, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. But if if you have a bit and an act, you're just continuously doing oh, it. Especially if it's good, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking do that. Um, but uh, I, I I did speak to someone this weekend because you know I, I found them fairly similar to me, and they're going through similar stuff. And you know, we we, we agreed that, uh, or at least I agreed that, you know, sometimes we use uh, humor as kind of a mechanism to not have to deal with problems, like. 
you know how adults are always like, oh, yeah, I'll just make a joke so it makes it seem like nothing's bothering me or like um, basically what Robin Williams did his entire career before, you know, kicked the bucket. So it's like thinking on that, it's like, you know, I'm making great comedy out of this, but it's causing personal pain to me because I'm not really I'm not really addressing the problem where this shit is coming from. So in a lot of ways, like what I would call my art, I suppose, does come from a uh, fairly bad place. But like also, yeah, you know, I, I probably don't do a good enough job. There is potential in taking from my good experiences. You know, right now I'm in a place where I don't always see it. Just uh, right now I'm in a place where I'm only really seeing the bad in uh, most of my situations, most of my history. I'm sure there's like a gold mine for potential if I'm able to, you know, uh, expand my perspective and like look at, hey, there, there are some good things in life. I had some great experiences and great relationships. Maybe if I look at the good side of things, I can get something, you know, pure and good from that. And, you know, maybe if I want to turn it into art and like sappy, stupid music or some shit, yeah, I probably could. But at this point where I am right now, it's it's very hard to see it that way. And again, I'm not really an artist. I'm not producing much. I'm, uh, my, when it comes to my work, it's more like I'm a detective, if anything. And I don't, it's not the furthest thing from an artist, but it's a, it could be an accountant. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, honestly, uh, I, I, I do recognize that it, uh, art probably doesn't have to come from a place of pain or whatever you do. Yeah, I mean that's that's, Excuse me, that's why I get the next question. I mean, I, I I still think it's like so. You don't think it's ethical to use your relationships or past or friendship, what case may be, as a source of pain in your work, Donovan? That's Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, I. So no. where you get that? Why are you like? Uh, like oh, I mean, because uh, look, if if I was in a public relationship and it ended badly, and I was able to create something good out of it, then why you you would do that shit? Hell yeah, yeah. But what about for the, but what about for the um person though? Fuck the person. Okay, but you know how these these um, fans could be sometimes, especially like what the fans think. <laughs> no, right. I I, I get it. Uh, so let, let me explain where this uh, question came from uh, specifically for more for more um, background. So y- y- yeah, a lot of this was inspired by Taylor Swift's latest album, where everyone uh, apparently hates Jake Gyllenhaal because now he's a womanizer that goes after younger women, even though Taylor Swift also dated younger men in her time. And it's like a very one democracy. Yeah, I know it's a one-dimensional view of that relationship where. You all, where it's only Jake Gyllenhaal's fault. She doesn't. And they, talk and they dated for like three months, I believe. Exactly, it wasn't that big of a fucking it, deal. Yeah, like, exactly. And it's like you're not, you're not okay. Either you are self-aware or you aren't. And if you are self-aware, you chose to keep that out of an album just so you could sell more and like it potentially ruin who might be a decent or average guy's basically image, or you are so unself-aware that you didn't see that you were a problem in that relationship whatsoever when like looking back at your history your very publicized history and you know you act like you were a victim in all this but i'm sure your pr team is the one that's like you know yeah making uh giving you the public image um you you don't think to see that pattern of bad behavior that's leading to your that's recurring in each and every single one of your relationships so it it, it just seems crazy to me because this woman is almost 40 it should be like 
fairly well developed and is either choosing to be selfish and fake or is still this stupid and immature. You know what I mean? I mean, so, she, I, according to her fan base, she's been in a relationship for four years. So, I mean, I mean fuck her fan base. They're like 12 year olds. I, okay. I oh, yeah. Did you see what uh, they sent to um, John Mayer? Yeah, what did, what did they say? I mean, he's kind of a douchebag, so I don't feel bad. Yeah, so yeah he might deserve it. Apparently, there's speculation about him being uh, mentioned in a song or a, an actress crying it's at a party. So he, um, so this uh, 15-year-old girl decides to send him a death threat saying, I hope you die. So she didn't think he would read it, so he Is that he really asked, a death threat, though? I mean, I hope you die. I, no, a death threat would be like, I will kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's just like YouTube. We're not promoting death or anything like that. I'm just trying to get clarity. Like, is that really like a death threat I mean, or just like a uh, just a, a why did he take did he take her to court or some shit? No, so he he's been getting messages like this all day for the past few days. Um, he said so he decided to message one at random. He said, Hey, a genu- uh, genuine uh, question, like, do you really hope that I die or something like that? She said, OMG, like, I'm so sorry. I didn't think you would read this. Pussy. Um, uh, yeah, something like just that. Double down like, on it at this yeah. point. So he was, like, he was just saying, oh, I was just wondering because I've been getting messages like this since the album came out and stuff like this. And you were just one that I chose at random. He's like, yeah, I'm so sorry. I never thought you would read this. Um, by the way, don't send me death threats. I'm only 15. <laughs> yeah. So. Now she's gonna screenshot all those messages and and yeah, that's what she did. Up. She screenshotted it and um, put it on Twitter, and she said, "By the way, guys, don't come for me. I already apologize. I'm 15. Don't send me any death threats." There you go, man. That's why so many death threats. You gotta just take it with a grain of salt. You know there are some crazy people out there, but I wouldn't even consider saying somebody said, "Oh, I hope you die as a death threat." Yeah, I mean. This is a little bit sports related, but uh, I hate Ben Simmons, but I never sent this man a death threat. Like it's people take it to the extreme and stuff like that when it comes to fan bases. So, but I mean, back to the question, I don't don't think, especially like if it's a publicized relationship, I don't think it's uh, ethical, unethical to uh, post your relationship in your work. I mean, It, I mean, if it's, it's still like part a, of your life. yeah, it is. But uh, I don't know. I kind of have mixed feelings about that because let's say, for instance, right, J Lo was to make another album, and she saw using a rod. Please don't, J Lo. Please don't. The world cannot suffer <laughs> more of your music. <laughs> I'm sorry, and she uses like a rod as a source. Like, okay, like, because we want to say how crazy fan bases could be. You know, like, is it like you know, like, should we also be Condescending the people that's involved, you know, yeah, they hurt us, but by publicizing that, you're just opening them up to like you know, public scrutiny because your issue is something that happened to you, and that's a personal thing. That's a that's an eternal issue. Now you're making it an external situation because now like a person could be publicly embarrassed after that fact. So are you? So is it morally correct to do so? Like, are you are you just as bad as the person that hurted you when you do that? Um, I think you should be. I, I think if you you can do it, but you have to do it right. Like you have to talk about what you did wrong too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't be 
it, you, it can be one dimension. And I get it. Like most of these people's fan bases are like 13 year olds. They can't grasp that, you know, there's more to the world outside of them. And maybe yeah. she dumps it down. But like, yo, it's um, you, you cannot do that to a person and then act like you're only the victim. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like some like someone walk at her music. Like, like come on, like take responsibility for the fact that I ain't never heard her music, but um I, I'm hearing like the girls are like very supportive of it or something. Yeah, like like take responsibility for the fact that okay, like you dealt with a, a guy that has like you know outside children with other baby mothers. Like, what do you expect them to do? <laughs> that was your first mistake. <laughs> The same shit going on, even though she ain't making no music about it just yet, but same thing with Danny Lay and the baby. It's like, okay, like, you say, everybody see what type of dude this this guy is. Like, he'll beat up, up fans and shit. Like, I believe he, if I'm not mistaken, he killed someone. He has multiple baby in, uh, self-defense, though. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. But it's like, okay, like, but you were still attracted to that. So, you can't, so sometimes, like, you know, what might look good, Ain't necessarily good, you know. Just yeah. because like it gets you, it gets you what down. It doesn't mean that okay, like it's good for you. I, I, I think it's, I think it's kind of fair game if your relationship is public. Um, because at I the still, end of the day, I still don't think it's fair. It's both can, um, especially and, if they're especially, like singers. especially if all the issues did not happen in public. Cause you have some people that that oh like they're together, like Kanye and Kim Kardashian, right? Like, nobody really, like, Kanye did not publicly disrespect Kim or anything like that. That's all mm-hmm. things that happened behind closed doors. So it's all like, okay, like, why after the breakup, you bring all, out all the issues out in the public? Well, we ain't know about these issues until after the fact, like, oh, we're like, they're not together no more? Like, what happened? Yeah, yeah I mean, shout out to Pete Davidson. That dude is. I don't see it. But I, then again, I'm not supposed to see it because I don't want to bring this conversation back to dicks. But um, according to Ariana Grande, yeah, it's, it's like big. Uh, big, apparently, yeah. and that's it's how big. you begin all these females. These like supermodels, to be exact. Yeah, but it's confusing because you know that implies that before his dick was, you know, like the talk of the town, he had to convince one woman who was probably fairly, you know, supermodelly to sleep with him. I want to know how he did it the first time because after that is just rumor of how big your dick is. But yeah. what did you do the first time to bag this? I mean, literally, he, he you have no Ariana Grande to who else did he date? Um, I think he dated a model, and then he went to a couple other females, and now he's with Kim Kardashian. That dude is winning life, and SNL uh, cast members don't make that much money, and his films haven't really been that good. No, but, and he lives in Saturday, but, Island, so that says it all. Yeah. But no, no, but no, yeah. no disrespect to Kim Kardashian or anyone like that. But are you really winning when basically here's a woman who has, for one, she's beautiful. Like nobody never right mind say that Kim Kardashian is ugly. Mm-hmm. She has all the assets, right? And the money. physical asset, the money, and she basically can't keep a man. She's been married like what three, four times. Are you yeah. really winning if you're with someone that clearly, if she looks that good? She can't hold on to no man. You you like, think you really uh, you, it takes more I mean, than that after a while. It takes you more think like Pete that. Davidson really wants to marry Kim Kardashian? No, no he's it's no, a summer. I'll, be, I'll basically just say, like, are you really winning when like you know so many people in Pete Davidson's eyes? Yes, that dude is winning. Uh, 
Well, well, yeah, no, I mean, if it's just about getting laid, yeah, but honestly, like, it, it takes more than just looking attractive for a relationship to be stable. I mean, how many basketball players end up divorcing their wives who are basically like fucking supermodels? Like, I, I used to date a chick who, who when we would the basketball players divorce or do the um wives divorce the basketball players? I don't, I don't know the numbers. It's usually, I think it's usually the wives, probably. Sometimes, no, I, I don't know. I don't know the numbers. I, 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 the money I well dried up. But, like, I, I've dated people who have been Instagram models who, when I walk down the block with them, people would keep turning their heads. And I have to say, those were probably the worst relationships I've had. Because um, I'm not saying every pretty person is stupid. That's far from the truth. I know PhD candidates who could, like, be on the cover of Vogue. But if that's all you have going for you, it's not going to work out. But yeah. Yeah. she, this one chick would say the stupidest shit that would be so embarrassing to me that I would just... I know I would just leave the room sometimes, and I, I, it made me realize that I don't care if you're a ten if you have like a a single digit IQ, it won't work. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people are trying to figure out like what's going on with uh, Pete Davidson. I mean, he, maybe he's just generally like a pretty chill guy. I mean, he's never really in any controversy. He talks I mean, a lot of shit. No, he does. Like, uh, he he's talks funny apparently, and. One thing I've learned with dealing with like celebrities, and I've been around my fair share, it comes with the territory. But one thing I've learned about celebrities is that sometimes it's not good to judge somebody based on their how they act on screen, you yeah. know, or online, you know, because you know, like, oh my god, like what does like what does she see in this guy? Like yeah, yeah. like such a dick, but you, behind closed doors, dude might be a gentleman. A lot of so, girls are jealous. So you really never know. That's why, like, because for some reason, like, online, social media, it kind of gives people like this. It makes people feel like they know somebody just because they follow them on Twitter. They read the blogs about them. But I think that you really don't know because you're not there. Yeah. Some people, they just give you highlights into, like, what you want to know. Like, the whole thing with Dandy Lay and, and the baby, just circle back on that. She had the fact that she was pregnant for the longest time. It was fairly obvious that who she is with. But she hid the fact that she was pregnant for the longest time. And all these videos after the fact, once after he publicly disrespected her, she has all these videos where, like, they're together. Stuff that nobody's seen up until after the fact that he disrespected her by calling her a side chick. You know, so that's going to show that, okay, like, you, us as human beings, we don't necessarily know everything about these people. We only know what they want us to know. Yeah. You know? We only see maybe one per one or two percent of their lives. If that, yeah. I mean, there's some that's, that don't even show their kids until they reach a certain age. You know, like that's just how it goes. Sometimes maybe they're have, ugly. <laughs> I'm gonna say that sometimes you just gotta protect you know, I was, the piece of those that's closest. I was, to I was gonna say something uh, related <laughs> to uh, to Rock Nation, but I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. Can't fuck on the back. Yeah, we can't do that. So <laughs> let that slot. We love <laughs> Maybe you. on Patreon or something, but nah. We love you, Rock Nation. Forever. Awesome. Well, I think we can move on to the last question, honestly, because you know it ties in. And uh basically the last question is should Taylor is fucking sing about what? That's different. Okay, sure. Should artists find inspiration outside of heartbreak for their music? Um, yeah, honestly, no, that's great. And you know, that applies to people. Should you find some other wellspring of creativity? 
that's just not your pain. Like, yeah, maybe you did it for a couple of years, and like it's time for a change. So what's uh what's going I mean, on? in Taylor's defense, her last album was more upbeat and dream poppy, and the Reputation album, the one that precedes that, was also like a a, a change in direction. So the the albums that she's recording right now or releasing right now are just albums that were under contract by Scooter Braun. And she said previously that she wants to record all her old music to get the the, um, the ownership of her music. So I mean, that's why it's coming up. Okay, so basically like for her, it's, like it's, it's all about the money, owning your masters. Yeah, like, yeah, owning your business. masters. That's all she's doing it for. Um, that's okay. why she's these albums are coming out. Well, I basically gave my thoughts about. I kind of jumped the gun a little earlier. I gave my thoughts on this, but I don't mind, like you know, like rehashing it again. I feel like, like I said, it's one thing, you know, because people go through shit, right? Even even musicians, like some of our favorite musicians, go through the same issues that we go through or have gone through in the past. And it's always refreshing when somebody that you admire and or who you're a fan of, you can relate to them in some way. But as is the case with most human beings, like there comes a point in time when you get over it. Well, not so much get over it, but you learn to move past it. Because there's nothing worse. There's, no, there's nothing worse that a person can do but sit in their own rot so to speak you know sit in their own despair and make because that just leads to you making excuses for yourself and you end up being bitter you know but obviously like it's good you know every now and then when, when it's fresh and you're going through it to hear music that you could kind of like you know relate to but like yo like this person like understands my struggles but at the end of the day like i said because we as regular human beings we had to push forward as an artist you should push forward too because at that point when you fail to, it's almost like okay, like you're just using it for monetization. And to me, that's kind of icky in a sense. Like you continue to use like what is like deal with like, heartbreaking relationships, whether it's talk about like suicidal thoughts or issues with mental health and all that and the third or drug addiction. And that's all your music has been. That's if that's your entire catalog, then it's more destructive than helpful. Like, I mean, God, but, yeah, like, but what if it's helping your fan base? Is How it, is it really how, is, exactly like is it really helping your fan base if they're still I mean the same shit? The the one that I can think of uh recently their album they uh decided to go in a new direction, but um 21 pilots for a while all they did was sing about like suicidal thoughts, mental illness, and stuff like that. Yeah, they they need help. Yeah, to I me, mean, it doesn't get they help. were in that place as they were making the songs, I understand, but like if you're in that place for the entirety of your career that can span like 10, 20 years, then you are the problem and you need to seek help. Yeah. Now, but not only that, is it like how many artists get to live to make 10, 20 albums like that? Like, look at Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. He was constantly going through shit. Yeah. The whole main run is that he ended up committing suicide. You know? Yeah, I mean, problem. but that, that really doesn't apply because they only made three albums with Nirvana. Exactly, but then like um, what's the dude name? Something grow. How he went to make food fires, and that sound was totally different. You know, like after a while, yeah. you have to evolve as an artist. You cannot keep doing the same shit. You know, because then after a while, your fan base might begin to turn on you. 
After a while, I mean, okay, like we had enough of this shit. Like, I think the weekend is a good me. example because, like, originally it was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I keep using women for sex, and oh, I'm doing drugs. Oh, what was me? And then he uh, went to the Gomez thing, and I was like, oh no, I had some genuine heartbreak. I grown up. It's more mature now. It's still pain, but it's a different dimension yeah. of it. But he can't keep doing this for much longer. I, I feel like. Uh, Donald Glover is probably a prime example of an artist changing constantly. Um, That's what you're supposed to do as an artist. Yeah. So now he's doing like funk and R&B and just like African type music. So, and he didn't start out like that. Another artist, Lady Gaga. Think of uh, Lady Gaga when she first came out doing like you know the um the fame the fame monster days up until like Joanne and stuff like that. It's a totally different artist. Yeah, you're right. I can't even recognize yeah. her anymore. You know, so it's like as you have to evolve as an art. You cannot constantly stay the same. And if you are staying the same, to I think especially like depending on on which value you go, because it's one thing to be like a Drake and all you do is talk about you know like women, your cars, your money, and all. God, that I hate stuff. that motherfucker. I'm tired of Drake, dude. Like, fuck. God, I hate him. Like, like, like to me, how does he keep bagging these women then losing them in a week? I, I don't understand. It, Drake is a, a person who like gives off alpha vibes, but is really a beta. <laughs> He didn't take the blue. He didn't take the red pill like we talked about last week. Got <laughs> that video. Plug ourselves once. I, I, I mean, get it. I say this to say about Drake. Like, okay, like that's fine. Like Rick Ross. Rick Ross talk about hustling and all that type of stuff. Now he even progressed upon that. Talk about you know, like like becoming like a, you know, a businessman, like an entrepreneur. You know, so yeah, he's doing great. Well, he lost yeah. weight too. Exactly. So there's some ways where okay, like you could kind of stay the same and it won't be descriptive. I'm talking about in the, in the essence of like if you're constantly, if you're a female artist like a Summer Walker, and you're talking about like you know like you break up like oh niggas ain't shit and this and that, all you're doing is you're confirming a lot of what today's young women think. And we're getting into that uh that toxic masculinity uh yeah. trait that you're right still around. Yeah. You know, I think like, it's something to say about celebrity because, like, I feel like the day you get famous is this day you stop growing up. You know what I mean? Like, you are freeze-framed in whatever maturity level you were the day you got famous. And for a lot of people, that's when they're, like, really young. And that's why you see these, like, actors and, like, musicians continually posting stupid, corny stuff and, like, having the same personality that they did when they were younger, even though they're, like, in pushing their 50s. You know what I mean? I mean, Justin Bieber did it. I mean, his remember when he came out, that dude was yeah, so he, monkey at one time. He was going to prostitutes, pissing in buckets, attacking yeah. fans. And now, uh, now he suddenly found Jesus and got a much younger wife. And it's just like really Bieber is so corny to be called. I was to when he was a kid. Like some of the shit that he be doing at his concert, like trying to dance like Usher and all that. It was just so weird to me. But I forget that Usher was the one who discovered him and like yeah. Did they even have a real relationship anymore? Like, because no, I feel like a lot of that shit so. was Usher's fault because he made this kid famous without any proper guidance. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, dude was what, like 14, 15 coming into the industry, maybe even uh, younger than that. So, yeah. Fame, fame could be a motherfucker, but at the end of the day, when you have a, a platform, you have to use it responsibly because. Um, 
Because people, they look for confirmations for their own fuck-ups. Because some people, like, there's some people that acknowledge the fact that, okay, like, they're a fuck-up. But they were like, okay, well, my favorite artist is also a fuck-up. So that's basically yeah. just only encouraging me to continue doing what I'm doing rather than, like, get out for it. Yeah, exactly. It encourages the behavior. That's why, like, the most popular TV shows have, like, this protagonist who is, like, a grizzled or an alcoholic substance abuse womanizer like like basically every role charlie sheen has ever played that's why he was so famous for so long it's just that oh the guy on tv is loved and adored even though he has all these toxic traits i can just keep doing my own shit so in a way like taylor swift and people like her are being dishonest and bad to her fans because just because she stopped growing up when that she got famous doesn't mean that she can just keep tell, uh, telling her fans, it's okay, man, be toxic, be terrible, to talk about your ex, yeah. God, her yeah, fans are just, so toxic. You just be an enabler at that point. She's enabling it. She's absolutely, like, she, uh, did she even once speak out, like, hey, don't uh, don't go out to Jake Gyllenhaal and, like, I mean, the same could be out. said about Beyonce. I don't think she ever spoke out about that be I don't even think she acknowledged them. Yeah, but what they, I'm saying, Jay-Z, like, actually they, changed They fucking defend her like religiously i would not want anyone doing that for me like if i were famous i would no. be like yo i can fight my own battles just yeah. enjoy what i give you and but keep buying my shit please right exactly money. like you feel bad give me money i just say that the best artists evolve with the times that's just the way i see it yeah and sometimes they just can't because they got too famous too quick yeah yeah there you well, go. This was great, guys. I think we can wrap this up here. If anyone has any final thoughts, in any case, uh, here are our tags or, or what we're known on for social media. I personally am not working on anything artistic as I went into, you know, depth before. But if these guys want to plug in anything. Um, as you know, IG, the Delta Fashionista, also the moderator in the True Urban Culture IG page. Right now, we're entering some exciting times within True Urban Culture in regards to like our plans moving forward. So if you're a brand out there, you want to possibly collab with us, whether you're like a PR agency or you represent musicians, um, actors, models, or a case may be now, I'm be the person to reach out to on the True Urban Culture IG page to send me a DM and we could discuss how we could possibly work together. Donnie? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm almost finished with uh, my fall uh, film series. Uh, so That'll be coming out soon. Yeah, can't wait to see it. Yeah, but in any case, uh, there will be no podcast next week because I will be in Canada doing whatever it is you do in Canada in the winter. I know I'm just not a party guy. I didn't want to go to fucking Miami and it's like my birthday weekend, so I figured you should, Canada. But, you should uh, tell Monica. Maybe you guys could meet. Oh yeah, uh, we talk. Uh, in any case, um oh, they talk. <laughs> yeah, cut cut this out. Um <laughs> No, let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> fuck was I gonna say? Uh, but Donnie will be here in New York. He's blushing. This, 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 shut up. Um, <laughs> Liddell, we got to talk after the podcast, actually, because uh, this is a touchy subject, and we can definitely cut this out for her sake. Uh, okay. But um, yeah, great. Um, like, share, and subscribe. We are found on the Tuck Network. We have our own website. We are all over social media, and you can probably find this on YouTube. Yes, sir. Take care, everybody. We'll see you guys. Right. Wait, before we go, have a safe and happy Thanksgiving to all of our followers, subscribers out there. And if you and don't celebrate America. Thanksgiving, happy holidays. I think it's Hanukkah.
It's probably Hanukkah soon, so happy Hanukkah. No, Hanukkah Wait, is about Christmas time, bro. It's it's the first week of Christmas. Is it? Okay. Or, and my pink of Kwanzaa. That's who. Happy Kwanzaa. Wow. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay.